Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so thankful for the promises of God in my life. I hope you are thankful for those promises too and that you are enjoying them. And you know, there are things that remind us of those promises. Oh, it was not so long ago and I was on my way to the airport to go to a far country. I believe it was Pakistan for a great, wonderful conference there. And as we were driving, it was drizzling in one way. There were clouds on the other hand, but the sun was shining so brightly. And suddenly I saw a great rainbow and it was beautiful. You know, I've seen some artists who try to paint a rainbow or to make a rainbow on canvas. But you know, it's very difficult and I've never seen a beautiful rainbow on canvas as I have seen the rainbow painted by the master painter himself in the sky upon the clouds. Oh, that rainbow was so clear, so bright, so perfect. It had all these colors and uh, it just reminded me of the promise of God. Well, that was a good thing to see when I was going on my way to such a dangerous nation to preach the gospel. I took it as something personal. And I said, God, yes, you are truly giving me a promise, a remembrance of a promise here. I want to read with you because today I would like to speak about the rainbow. And so I would like to read with you Genesis chapter 9, verse 12 unto 17. I'm reading it out of the NIV. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you. A covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on earth. And so God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all life on the earth. What a beautiful portion of scripture for us today. And how wonderful to speak about the rainbow, about the true meaning of the rainbow. And also not just the meaning of something out of the past, but how it also is speaking to us today because the rainbow has a message for us today. Yes, I'm thankful for that message. You know, that rainbow in the Old Testament is a typification, is a symbol, is a picture of the covenant that we are under in Christ in the New Testament. 
and Christ is our rainbow. Hallelujah. He is that beautiful one, that precious one that has all light inside of him. Do you know how wonderful it is? We see all those different colors, but it's one light. And that light, when it shines and is reflected, it has inside all these colors. Now, I know you see the different layers of the colors, the red, the orange, etc. But you know, there are millions of colors in that rainbow that the human eye cannot even detect or discern, but they are all there. And so it is with Christ. There is so much beauty in him. There is so much more in him than we could imagine or that we could think of or that we could see with our human eyes. But the spirit can reveal beautiful things to us and it will bless our life. So you know the story of Noah. I don't want to go into the story of Noah this time, about, you know, how the earth was being destroyed by water, but Noah was called to build the ark. He and his family went into the ark, and the ark was taken by the waters, and all other life died upon the earth. But the waters went down again. The ark settled, and God opened the door, and Noah and his family and the animals came out, and they were being blessed by the Lord to be fruitful, to multiply, And God spoke to Noah as he sacrificed there. And he spoke these words that I just read to you as the rainbow was there on the sky. Well, I just wanted to give you that story in a nutshell so you know what we're talking about. But we're going to talk about that covenant, that covenant. I like those scriptures uh, that speak about this, that give the resemblance You see, there are things we can see through the story of the rainbow that remind us and that reveal spiritual things about the covenant in Christ, the covenant of Christ in Christ. And so the Old Testament has many different pictures and those pictures or those lives of men and women reveal spiritual things. It's like Paul, he said, Well, if you look to the story of of Abram and Sarah and Hagar, he said, there's more there than meets the eye. It has a spiritual meaning. There are secrets that God is trying to reveal to us. There's a mystery there that has been a mystery for us. But through that story, we can unravel, we can see through the Holy Spirit what the hidden message is, what God really is speaking to us. And so also in that rainbow, there is something there that is telling us something about our life in Christ. And I feel so blessed by studying this word in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 7 to 10. Here I made the connection of the rainbow and about the covenant we are in. It says, for a brief moment, I abandoned you. But with deep compassion, I will bring you back. In a surge of anger, I hid my face from you for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. To me, this is like the days of Noah, when I swore that the waters of Noah would never again cover the earth. So now I have sworn not to be angry with you, never to rebuke you again. Though the mountains be shaken 
and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Oh, I love these verses out of Isaiah chapter 54, verse 7 to 10, how it speaks about just like the days of Noah. Just as I gave my covenant then, I'm giving you my covenant now. There's a resemblance in those covenants, and those resemblance are important for us. Yes, oh, I love that rainbow. And, you know, the rainbow is not just something for the Old Testament. It's not just something for us now or for this earth. It says in Revelation chapter 4, verse 3, And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald and circled the throne. This is talking about heaven about the throne where our Lord sits upon. It is encircled by a rainbow. And again, in Revelation chapter 10, verse one, it says, and then I saw another mighty angel with a capital A coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was wearing a crown of a rainbow, a rainbow as a crown. The rainbow was around the throne. And it says, if you go on, oh, in chapter 10, that he came down and he set one foot on the waters, one foot on the land. He had a book in his hand and John had to eat the book. But it shows him as a mediator there. It shows him as a king on the throne, both there are with the rainbow, one around the throne of authority of the king, there on the head of him who is there as a mediator, as a priest. He has that rainbow on his head. Oh, my dear friend, that rainbow is important. It signifies something to us. What does it show us? Well, it shows us the grace of God. Yes, that rainbow was given in that covenant through grace. It was not because Noah was without sin. I know the Bible says he was a righteous man, but he was not saved because of his righteousness. He was a preacher of righteousness, and he understood himself that he came short, but the Lord chose him out of favor. The Lord chose him out of grace. It was not out of his own works, because else it would be a covenant of works. But we are not living in a covenant of works. We are under a covenant of grace. Hallelujah. And it was pure grace that he was there. Oh, yes, it was a promise. That rainbow was given, and God said, I promise. I make a covenant. I swear unto you. Oh, he has sworn. Hallelujah. That promise is true. It's a fact. We are living under that promise, that rainbow. It reminds of the promise. It reminds of grace. It reminds of his goodness to us and how he has saved us. And it reminds us that he has kept that promise and he has kept the promise of the covenant in Christ. Yes, we are saved. 
And if you are saved today, oh, I know we will be saved tomorrow. And we will be saved when this earth comes to an end. And we will be saved when we will be in heaven. Yes, we are saved. And that promise is kept. Hallelujah. Yes. And it does not depend upon us. Oh, no. We make mistakes. We fall. We fail. But you know, the, the, the ground of that covenant It's not sand ground that is because of our doings, our willings, our wants. No, it is based upon what Christ has accomplished. It is based and founded on what God has done and will do. You know, in the old covenant of the Old Testament under the law, the covenant of works, it was always If you do this, I will do that. You must do this, I will do that. You will not do this, you will not do that. You will do this, you will do that. And you know, man could not keep that covenant. But this new covenant, it is there and it says, I will, I shall, I will, I shall. And that makes it so powerful, that makes it so wonderful that God wills and God shall and what he will and what he shall, it is, hallelujah, and it shall be done, glory to God. Now speaking of that rainbow, that rainbow comes when the clouds are there. You know, it is a symbol, a token, and yes, that rainbow is there as a symbol or as a token, And so we have Christ as our symbol, as our token of the covenant that we can keep our eyes upon. And I know that some, they want to see him all the time. They want to see that rainbow all the time. But you know, we are walking by faith. So it's there and it will come when we need it. It will come when the clouds are there. Maybe your life comes to a point where the clouds are there, many clouds of misery, many clouds surrounding you of darkness at those times. Oh, the Lord will give you a fresh revelation of Jesus, a fresh revelation of Christ your Lord, and you will see him. Oh, you know, just like I said, the painters cannot paint the rainbow so beautifully as it in, in actuality is, and so they cannot paint Christ as beautiful as he is in actuality if you just have one moment to look in his eyes. Have you ever had that moment? Did you ever look into the eyes of Jesus? Oh, I'm so thankful. I've seen the eyes of Jesus. I've seen the rainbow. I have seen Christ. Yes, he is my rainbow. He is my beautiful one that shines in the darkness. I have seen him in glory. Oh, how wonderful to see him crowned with many crowns, to see him dressed in white, riding his horse in victory. But I've also seen him and looked in his eyes as he was hanging on the cross, those loving eyes for me. Oh, both visions helped me. Oh, they showed me. Now I don't have that vision every day, but it came when the clouds were there. You know, it's not only the clouds. There must be rain. There must be rain. There will not be a rainbow unless there are clouds, unless there is rain. You need those crystals and the light shining through those crystals. Oh, it's beautiful how it becomes a reality that suddenly there is that bow of many colors. How beautiful it is. And so the rain sometimes, oh, before you can see Christ, 
in such reality for your life to be reminded of that covenant in which you are. Oh, it takes for the rain to actually fall upon you. As in olden days, they walked into the arena where they were being slaughtered and murdered. They were, they were burned on the stake. But as they were there, in the fire, as they were there in the arena with the lions and tigers coming for them, they were singing because they beheld him. Oh, just think of Stephen. Stephen, while he was being stoned, suddenly the rainbow, suddenly Christ appeared unto him and he saw him standing next to the throne. Oh, hallelujah, when the rain falls upon us. But there's one more ingredient that's necessary and that is light. There must be light. Oh, when the light of God shines, the light of God will shine in your darkness. It will shine in your cloudy day. It will shine through the rain and it will bring that bow of many colors into your life. It will bring Christ into your life and it will make a deep impression in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul. Oh, that rainbow, you know, I like it so much because it shows us the glory of God. That rainbow shows us the glory of God. And it shows us it's the symbol of his grace, of his promise, as Christ is the symbol of God's grace and God's promise to us. Oh, and it's beautiful when you look into it, all those different layers, all those different colors. You see the red, it's going into the orange and you see the orange melting into the yellow and the yellow into the green and the green into the blue and the blue into the indigo and into the violet, etc. You see those different layers. And so in Christ, there are all these beautiful colors and in one way there is order there, but in the other way, it is blended in each other. And so we see the character of the Lord there. We see his righteousness there. And we see that righteousness, it's blending into his truth. And we see that truth is blending into his mercy. And we see mercy blending into his love. And we see love that is there, one with faithfulness. Oh, it's all these different things that you think, how can they be together? How can justice and love be together? But in that rainbow, they are all together there in a beautiful compilation and in beautiful harmony and in beautiful unity, one blending into the other in so many different ways and colors. And so also in Christ, we see all those beautiful characters and all those beautiful things for us that are in the promise are all there in Christ. Well, I must close, but you know, oh, it says, you know, that rainbow was around the throne. Here we see half a rainbow. But I believe in heaven, that rainbow was all around the throne. It was a circle on his head. It must have been a circle. In other words, we only see so much down here. But later on, when we will be with him for eternity, we will see the complete. We will see the perfect. We will see him as he is, the Bible says. Isn't it wonderful? We will see him as he is in fullness, not just a half a bow, but a full circle of him. 
in all bright light, in all colors, in all beauty, in all glory. And we will give him all the praise, honor, and glory. Oh, be happy today. You know, I want to close with this last thought. It doesn't say in those scriptures that I read in the beginning out of Genesis 9, when you will see the rainbow, you will be reminded of my promise. But God is saying there, when I will see the rainbow, I will be reminded of my promise. Oh, my dear friend, this is all about the new covenant. You know, people have forgotten the Lord. Maybe in your family, maybe in your city, your town, people have forgotten about the Lord. And you might have become hopeless. And you might say, well, if they don't think of the Lord, if they're not reminded of the Lord, how can they be saved? But you know, it says that the Lord said, when I see the rainbow, I will be remembered of my covenant. You know, when the Father, he looks to us, he looks to Christ. And he sees the accomplished work of Christ. He is reminded of the life of his son that was given for mankind, that was given for creation, that was given for you and for me. He will be reminded of that covenant. I don't know how, but somehow he will bring a revival. Somehow he will bring something to awaken people, to bring them back, to pull them to his heart again. It has happened through history, and I believe it for this generation. I believe it for the generation to come, that even though many have forgotten him, don't understand what the rainbow stands for anymore, don't understand what the cross and Christ stand for anymore, God knows. He looks upon that rainbow. He looks upon the cross and his son hanging there for us. And he is reminded of his promise. And he will do something to save mankind, to save this world. Oh, my hope is not upon my work as an evangelist, your work as a believer. My hope is upon God himself who has made a covenant, who has made a promise, and he will keep that covenant. He will keep that promise. And so, Lord, oh, I pray for your grace and your mercy today. Look upon this world. Be reminded of your covenant, of what your son has done for us, how you promised that through him all who believe will be saved. So, Lord, come down and save your creation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 